Parrish and Rob McGregor welcome you to a place where all kinds of phenomena flourish. Voices whisper, ancient secrets, signs and symbols are abundant. UFOs, ETs, ghosts, and even the dead move about freely. Here we meet authors, researchers, and investigators of the mysterious, the strange, and of the inexplicable anomalies that surround us. Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground. Welcome to the Mystical Underground. This is Rob McGregor. And Trish McGregor. And our tech magician, John Posey, is here. Thank you for joining us. You can go to our website, phenomena111.com, to find out about our nonfiction books, including the most recent one, Phenomena, Harnessing <clears throat> Your Psychic Abilities. And you can visit our blog at blog.synchrosecrets.com, where we make regular posts. Our guest today is Adrian Ross Duncan, an astrologer and author who lives in Copenhagen, but that's not right. You live on an island in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, books... I used to live in Copenhagen, beautiful city. So, oh, this, okay. but now yeah. I live on a, live on a beautiful island. Where... And give me, give us the name of the island again. It's Bornholm, and it's kind of in the middle of the Baltic Sea. The Russians uh, took it over at the end of the war and had to be kind of leave it out again. You know, so it's mm -hmm. it's like a it's not it's not very close to Denmark really. Mm. Well, Doug, um, Adrian is a, also has done a couple of books too, doing time on planet Earth and astrology, transformation and empowerment. He's also mm. developed several astrology apps. His blog at astrowow.com features pr provocative articles on current affairs, including the November election in the United States. Welcome, Adrian. We're so glad to have you. Thank you very much. Welcome. Well, I couldn't help being provocative in the end. I've, I've given up being being kind of dispassionate and unbiased and <laughs> just giving way to my natural instincts which is Adrian, uh, concern. Adrian, what is doing time on planet Earth about? Um, well, it's, it's just like what it says on the box really but it's about time um, and it was my first book and it was like uh, actually I, I, I started writing it when I was in New York and uh, uh -huh. It was very inspiring being in New York, and it kind of got my, you know, suddenly I started writing. And uh, it's about, um, oh, it's about a lot of things, you know, about just basically how you work with astrology. And it, it's also a little bit about this uh, idea of the Aquarian age, you know, the, mm -hmm. the amazing changes that are happening in the world, you know. Mm -hmm. People just don't, because it, they're living in the world, they don't really see the the the, the um, uh, incredibly obvious changes that are changing uh, the consciousness of the world over a kind of period of two three hundred years, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which astrology has got a really good explanation for, you know. So yeah, it's a little bit about that too. Huh. Um, by the way, I loved your article on David Bohm. That was fascinating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and about I'm glad his, you like that. Yeah, yeah. his explicate order. I mean, we've written about him related to synchronicity and yeah. and, and his implicate and explicate thing. And that we think that the synchronicity is what lays along the border between the two. Yeah, yeah. His his implicate and explicate order is just like Buddhist's uh, absolute and relative reality, I think, as far as I can understand. So, um, I mean, he's really fantastic yeah we need him now <laughs> yeah we'll manage look at everybody's doing what they can you know you guys are obviously doing something uh, you know everybody's kind of wanting the best for earth i think mm -hmm. well okay let's start with these questions mercury is going to be turning direct on election day just as it did in the 2000 election and we all know where that one ended up. What do you foresee for Election Day on November 3rd and the period until the inauguration on January 20th? Well, that's a good point, actually, with the Mercury being absolutely stationary the day of the 2000 election. Um, so obviously we're going to get something a bit like that, I think. And, but because I, I think the, the whole system, like Trump has been working so hard to um, prevent 
or discourage people from postal voting. And a lot of Democrats are voting postal, uh, whilst a lot of Republicans are voting in person. I think there's going to be a surge of, of in favor of Democrats subsequent to the election. So there'll be this counting period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the thing about Mercury stationary, stationary, it's actually stationary square Saturn, which is like, Really serious, you know, because uh, it really means that Mercury Saturn, which normally Mercury normally passes Saturn in a, a day or two, it's going to be about ten days at least where where Mercury and Saturn are kind of locked. Uh, but I think Saturn's going to try and, you know, it's not like it's it's not deceit. It, it's Mercury Saturn is just like let's get this right. It's like uh-huh. count this right. Uh, so there's going to be this inertia. I don't think we're going to get the result uh, announced, uh, or at least probably Trump will try and announce the result if it's in his favor or mm-hmm. approximately in his favor. But anyway, you know, I don't think there'll be clarity in this period. And uh, and then I think there will count, and then I think there will be, um, you know, some... I, I, I think that Trump will lose... Um, but I don't think that he'll go very easily. And the reason mm-hmm. I don't think he'll go is because uh, there's another planet that's rate, uh, stationary direct as well. That's Mars. Or mm-hmm. uh, at the time of the election on the 3rd, Mars is still a little bit retrograde, but it's hardly moving. You know, And by the 15th, it, it, it's actually moving direct. It's, it's a much longer period when it's stationary. It just doesn't move. And I think Mars represents Trump. So... Yeah, I don't think too. he'll move, you know. So he'll 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 definitely. Uh, this is what I think. I think he'll definitely give this kind of um, impression, or you know, the idea that no way is he going to be leaving office. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I think because Mars then moves direct and it hits Pluto. Mars Pluto is very autocratic. This is a very very autocratic period, you know. It's 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 probably the most you know, repressive period in recent history. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> of a lot of planets in Capricorn, Jupiter, Pluto, mm-hmm. and Saturn. And Mars goes square these planets, so that is a symbol of absolute authoritarianism and repression. It doesn't last very long. After December, it's gone. It's disappeared. It's not there anymore, you know. So mm. I reckon by, that, by the time Mars hits Pluto for the third time, uh, Pluto-Mars is very... Uh, a terrible combination, but uh, Pluto would kind of eject. It's like an ejection. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think that he'll be, uh, if he's Mars, I think he'll be ejected uh, in December. Uh, you he know, physically ejected. <laughs> well, he, he has well, the office until January twenty first. I think January twentieth. Sorry. Well, he stays in office until the president always stays yeah. in office until the January twentieth. Yeah, I know, of course, but but he he'll he'll um, uh, you know I think we're, I'm just looking when Mars going to hit Pluto. It's going <laughs> to hit Pluto right around the twenty first or twenty second or twenty third. Okay. December? December, December. So I think that that's the time when he'll accept that he has to go. Uh, I, I don't. I, I might be wrong, you know. It's a bit of a long shot, all that. But um, you know, if if he if he does stick where he is and claims that he's not lost, I think by the time we reach Christmas, he'll have to yeah. accept that he has to go. Mm, right. Adrian, for, yeah, uh, sorry, Adrian. Why were uh, virtually all the astrologers wrong in the 2016 election? Was that a confirmation bias? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, when you, I, when I, I was wrong, you know, and I even I could oh, see. Trish. So was I. Yeah. Fantastic progressions, you know. I was, I saw the fantastic progressions, and I thought, oh, okay, well, he got nominated as the the, the Republican candidate. That was mm-hmm. it, you know. I, I just couldn't believe that he'd win, you know. And I think most astrologers, it, what happens when you're predicting is you tend to predict the result you want, uh-huh. you know. In my last article, I just admitted that that's the result I want. So this is my evidence for it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly scientific. Is it? uh, so I think it's confirmation bias. And some people got Trump right, actually. 
but I still think then it was also confirmation bias. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, Clinton did win the popular vote. So. Yeah, but I think it's a lousy argument that if you're an astrologer, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, because too. we're really looking at what actually takes place, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, your August twenty fifth post called "Make America American Again" is really a stunning indictment of Trump. Tell us, uh, talk to us about what you found in Trump's birth chart and the yeah. transits that are impacting him now and through the election. Yeah. Well, if I'd seen Trump's horoscope, just like if it's a client or something, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I definitely think, okay, here's a guy with a big ego, Leo Rising, right. and, you know, a, a, a businessman, because Leo's ruler, the sun, is in the 10th house, and mm-hmm. he's got Sun Uranus, so he's like really unusual, a real young, unusual kind of businessman. Sun Uranus is trying Jupiter in a second. This guy's rich, lucky, you know. Uh, he, I wouldn't uh, assume that he had a bad character. Uh, uh, I'm I'm only assuming from the evidence of what he says that he's obviously a a malignant narcissist. He's just a narcissist. He has a personality disorder. I I couldn't, you know, I couldn't know that looking at the horoscope. Um, And then I I interpret his horoscope in a different light because uh, I think the word, like he's got a Mercury-Neptune square. This Uh is classic for lying, right? Um, and so I think, well, you know, he's just, you know, lying is a way of life for him, you know, so that he's just manifesting everything in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the second thing I think is important, he's born on a lunar eclipse. And that means he's got the sun in Germany, but the moon in the opposite sign, right. Sagittarius, and, and the moon disappears on the day of his birth, you know, it kind of gets eclipsed. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there's lots of great people born on eclipses. Uh, Princess Di. Princess Di, right? She was born on the eclipse, I think. It's possible, yeah. But um, anyway, there's lots of great people born on Mm -hmm. the full moon or full moon eclipse. Uh, But in his case, (laughs) in his case, this moon in Sagittarius, it's all projected. Moon Mm -hmm. in Sagittarius is foreign people. You know, and it's in the fourth house, so it's all these immigrants that have come into America. It's in his horoscope, you know, so he sees them as something separate from him. Mm. He's got a kind of um, split in his own personality, you know, and and he he projects all his uh, unconscious bad material mm-hmm. on us, and especially on immigrants and on you know uh, foreigners and foreign countries. That's what he does, and and that's uh, very concerning, you know, because your president shouldn't shouldn't uh, be operating in that kind of way, you know. Where in his chart does it say he breaks all the rules? <laughs> that's the Sun Uranus conjunction. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Eclipse on the Sun Uranus conjunction, so he's completely uh, unpredictable. He's a a genius in a, in a way, but just not a stable genius, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's also very lucky because the Uranus is trying Jupiter. That's all this casino stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it, and also he wins or he doesn't get too damaged by lawsuits. He uses lawsuits all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the idea of him, uh, of making, impeaching him and that, I, I think wasn't very good. Well, maybe it was okay, but it, he wasn't likely to lose. He, he's not a loser. Right. <laughs> he, he, everybody else is losers, right? Hmm. Yeah. So what do the stars tell you about Biden's uh, chances in no, uh, oh, on November yeah, 3rd? That's a good question. Obviously, you you know, you look really closely and see what you can see. And, um, you know, I, I, I mean, the sh- experience shows that it's incredibly difficult to really predict who's going to win from mm-hmm. the election. That, that's why there's all this confirmation bias and all that. Um, so... I really studied Biden's horoscope because I really wanted him to win, you know. And, uh, and I mean, you know, it's a nice horoscope. He, he, it's a lot of secret stuff. He's got tons of planets in Scorpio and the eighth house and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a lot of secret stuff. But a lot of that was also connected with death and his loss and his grief. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's no doubt that this is a guy who's grieved a lot and has a lot of compassion. That, that, that His horoscope shows that really clearly because the sun... Uh, Venus is in Scorpio in the 12th, there's all this loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trine, Jupiter in Cancer, which is exalted, is a nice spot, in, in the 8th, which is also death. 
you know, so mm. uh, he's, he's, he's developed this, uh, a very, he's, he's got a compassionate nature, you know, that, there's no uh-huh. doubt about that. Unlike um, Trump. That not, doesn't mean he's going to win, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I looked at his horoscope, I noticed um, to do, to, I think to, to get an accurate prediction, you need to look at progressions. There's two ways, well, you know, there's two ways I look at the future. There's, one is transits, which is mm-hmm. the, the movement of the planets now, which affects everybody. Uh, and the other is progressions, which are uh, an internal evolutionary thing based on your own birth date. It's, it's unique for you. And mm-hmm. so often they sh- the progressions show what, what actually happens in your life, whereas transit shows the storms that you have to right. weather that are affecting everybody else. So, um, uh, and this, well, yeah, so um, I think it's in, in the progressions in um, uh, Biden's horoscope that there's a, a really strong indication that he could win, which was very uh, reassuring when I looked at it. Yeah, I found, I found, I can't wait from reading your article feeling better. <laughs> By the time I got through the progressions part. <laughs> yeah, right, because the transits are a little heavy. Uh, uh-huh. I, I thought he was, I didn't even think he was going to be a candidate because Ju- uh, Neptune came over his IC and normally that just dissolves the whole ambition thing. Transit mm. Neptune on your personal IC, it, it normally just, uh, you know, everything kind of gets dissolved. But now I think that was COVID that just... Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Neptune you wrote... You wrote earlier that uh, you, you thought he should just retire, right? Back in the and become car- a fisherman. Yes, right. <laughs> That's the Neptune on the ice age, right? I mean, I, I really thought that, you know. Well, now, how does the addition of Kamala Harris change things on the ticket? Or well, does- I'm not sure how much it changes it, but I, I, I like her horoscope. Um, uh, you know, she's got she's born on a full moon like Donald Trump, uh, but uh-huh. not an eclipse. Um, and uh, she's got the sun in Libra and moon in Aries, and that's an incredibly dynamic combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the good thing about her horoscope is that this uh, full moon is uh, very harmonious to Saturn, and Saturn is very uh, strongly placed in, in the ninth house in Aquarius. It's a fantastic uh-huh. spot, but it's tough. You know, it's a very tough horoscope. Um, so she was this... Uh, was she a prosecutor in California? Yeah, she or? was a prosecutor. Yeah. She was also the attorney general oh, of California. Yeah, you know? uh, it's great for the law, you know. So mm-hmm. she's a law order person. Yeah. You know? So, so um, I mean, while Trump and and you know the whole kind of um, uh, election uh, propaganda, the sort of like law and order, actually, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is is. Is it's brilliant, uh, too good on law, law and order, you know. So in one sense, you know, black people are probably going to be a little alarmed, maybe. I mean, maybe they're glad because she's black. Maybe they're not because she's was quite tough on, uh, on sentencing and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. But she's really fair. She's 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 a she's got a really strong and fair character. She's not messed up or anything. Uh-huh. She's just yeah. Uh, so she's entering her Saturn return, right? Her second one. Not yet. I think she's 55. Oh, so okay. Second return will come when she's 59. Right. Uh, uh, let me just have a look uh, because I was uh, I was actually looking at a horoscope today because um, uh, she's got some interesting things happening. Uh, here it is. Yeah. Uh, just give me one second of sure. time. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, so she's got Saturn 28 Aquarius. Now, okay. Saturn moved into Aquarius uh, uh, at Christmas, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But that takes two years, two or three. So. Yeah. Um, well, maybe that'll win her the presidency. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering whether she could be president. There's a little problem. She uh, might has, inherit the presidency. Sorry? She could inherit the presidency. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. There is a problem with that, actually. Um, I'm not sure how bad it, serious it is. It might not be a serious problem, but America has the moon at 27 degrees Aquarius, and hmm. Paris has got the Saturn at 28 degrees Aquarius, which is right on America's moon. And moon Saturn is not really popular, you know. So it's it it might not be good for popularity, mm. but it's a very 
beautiful San Francisco, very well aspected. So, you know, if people want more law and order, uh, she could be quite good as a as a president. Um, um, hmm. hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, in your the part of your article called "Once in a Lifetime Chance" is fascinating. That's the part that gave me hope. Okay, explain the role that Mercury plays and why it's important that it absorbs the energy of Jupiter. Yeah, and that, that piece of it's the a big thing, you know. And I bet you, not many people see this. Uh, it's something I work quite a bit with. It's um, it's again with progressions, and okay, uh, and I, you know, progressions are really personal to a person. So it's an evolutionary thing. It's something you evolve into. Now. Um, for about a third of people, uh, maybe, yeah, 30% of people in their life, in the progressed horoscope, Mercury is going to go retrograde or direct. It's going to change uh-huh. direction, uh, just for some people. Um, and, and when it does that, it's like a, a loop of t- or a bubble of time, uh, you know, which lasts, uh, ooh, I don't know, like uh, 20, 30 years. Um, uh, in in the life, you know, so it's uh-huh. kind of um, Come anyway. <laughs> bubble is when it goes. Well, it's a complicated story, so I won't go all into it. But at one point, it'll go retrograde, and then about twenty years later, it'll go direct. Mm. Now, if it contacts another planet in this period, I mean, it always will, but you know, sometimes it's more powerful than others. Uh, then that's incredibly significant, and. What happened for Joe Biden was that Mercury progressed, went into um, into Aquarius, and uh-huh. uh, and when they did that, it opposed Pluto, and it opposed Pluto. Oh God, I can't quite remember, but in about 1993 and 2005, mm. something like that. Um, so it, it went first, and and then it, it opposed Pluto. Then it went retrograde and opposed Pluto again. Now, that's not significant here. It's just significant if you're interested in how he messed up earlier. Because um, America has got Mercury-Pluto opposition in its birth horoscope. uh, And and it's very connected with conspiracy theories, secrecy, Mm. the financial, um, you know, the sponsors and and people who, you know, the power beneath, uh, the economic power beneath the power. In, in America. So, he, you know, he's obviously got a little involved with that. You know, he was involved with the big banks right. uh, against, um, what's her name, Warren. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Warren in 2005, you know, so, you know, that, and he may be, you know, he's got a bit of a, uh, he's a bit of a strong sexuality, you know, um, very strong sexuality, actually. Um, but, you know, so he probably messed about a bit. Uh, uh, in 1993, I don't believe his story. By the way, <laughs> uh, I believe the woman actually. Uh-huh. But 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 don't let's worry about that because he's still a really nice, compassionate guy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the significant thing is that then Mercury goes retrograde back into Capricorn by and, progression, by progression, uh-huh. and 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 that in 2020 which is incredible, mm. right? Here in 2020, after 78 years, it goes, it stops, it goes stationary. Now, mm. now that's a big deal, but it actually goes stationary opposite Jupiter. And Jupiter is its horoscope ruler. It's exalted in Cancer. It's really strong. It's really favorable. It's this mm. compassionate and warm-hearted, uh, emotionally resonant part of its nature. Uh, so when Mercury hits that, the thing is, as it goes, when it goes, it doesn't move. So there's like a period of four years uh, where it just is opposite Jupiter. That is mm. hugely significant. It's very fortunate. Uh, and it, as Jupiter in his horoscope is on at USA, it's Mercury. Oh. Yeah, I think it's good for, for America, you know. So it's good for him, it's good for America. Uh, and it's a kind of, um, it's the... Um, it's the end result of his life, you know. It's right. like uh, Mercury stops and it stays there. You know, it does. It, I don't think it'll have a second term, but but yeah. it, it, it's it it's the clincher. If you're looking for evidence that he'll win, mm-hmm. that is 
most powerful evidence because it's so rare. It's so rare and it's so fortunate. And uh, it happens to be four years that it's... Yeah, because it doesn't move, you know, so it still stays up to Jupiter all the time. Well, you know, by about 2023, it's kind of uh -huh. moving. Uh, well, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And anyway, as it moves on, it'll sextile the Sun and Venus. So um, uh -huh. uh, it, it's good. It's good. I, mean, I can't so see for I for his entire it life, it, ha it hasn't done this until now? No. It, it, well, yeah, it did, actually. It would have done that, uh, well, uh, you know, about 40 years ago, actually. Oh, okay. That's quite a good question. It would have passed this point 40-odd years ago. Well, you know, when he was born in 1942, I might be able to work out exactly when it was. Um in November 42, so when did Mercury hit that point? Uh, 24, 30, 30, 10, when he was 40, around the age of 40. Uh -huh. I don't know exactly what happened then, but it, it's just not as significant as what happens now because, uh -huh. uh, because it, Mercury goes stationary direct and stops the... Hmm. It's fantastic. It's really good. <laughs> I just oh, yes. I'm so happy when I saw <laughs> I don't see how he can lose it. This made me want to do a happy dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Adrian, and I another... noticed something. Sorry, yeah, carry on. Okay, uh, so on another topic, uh, what's your astrological take on the pandemic and uh, what date time do you use for its birth chart? <laughs> or do you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't actually use the time. You know, I, I, there, there might have been something in China, you know, back in November, I think. Uh huh. Um, but um, I, I mean, I, I, I really time it from the Saturn Pluto conjunction. You know, it's a yeah. rare conjunction. It, it, it happened around the 10th of uh, January this year. Um, but, you know, uh, Saturn went into Capricorn, then it conjoined Pluto, then Jupiter came into Capricorn, mm -hmm. then it conjoined Pluto, and then Mars came into Capricorn. And the, the, all three of them kind of conjoined Pluto around the end of March. Um, uh, which was like for you, the West was like this catastrophe, right? Uh, and so there's a whole, uh, there's a number of signatures, but I think the Saturn Pluto is actually related to to uh, pandemics. Uh, somebody I've read somewhere, you know, historically there's been mm -hmm. pandemic. It's a rare uh, in Capricorn, uh, you know. So Saturn conjoins Pluto every thirty-five years, approximately. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, so we're back in 1982 the last time uh -huh. uh, but um, not in Capricorn you know so, and it happens in Capricorn every shoo, I don't know 500 years or something uh -oh. uh, what, yeah. what, what do you see That's I mean uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. no go ahead I'm sorry no no go, go well I was go. just going to ask you what I mean is this ever going to be over <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure it's going to be over by December Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there might be recurrences, but it'll be cracked, you know. Hmm. Why, why December? Uh, well, because um, because everything changes in December. Uh -huh. I mean, uh, that's why I never thought that the, the president that would be elected this time would, would, would have a second term. I thought if Hillary Clinton got elected, she wouldn't win this time either, because uh, in on the 21st of December, Something is happening that never happened, hasn't happened for 800 years. It's a huge change in society. And uh, it's a very much more uh, people-oriented, you know, whereas right up to then, right up to that point, and specifically August, September, October, November uh, this year, is, is like autocrats' paradise. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it immediately changed. But the same signatures is like, like, a little bit like the pandemic. Um, you know, so I believe that the pandemic will also be pretty much over there. Well, so what is the thing that hasn't happened for 800 years? It's fantastic. It's just fantastic. It's just unbelievable. Uh, it, it's that Saturn and uh, Jupiter come into conjunction. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, at zero Aquarius. Um, uh -huh. It starts a 200-year period with, with, with conjunctions in air signs, which is wow. the end of these pollution problems and all that stuff uh, is mm. going to 
So this is this really the beginning of the age of Aquarius? Do you think? Yeah, in my opinion, you know, uh -huh. um, uh, the um, you know the you could say it sort of started around the French Revolution, but uh -huh. you know, it might be over. You know, like as we'll be in it in another century or something. But but uh, we're so much in it right now. It's like all around. Anybody can see that if they look. Um, and I think, but this is going to solidify it. Uh, you know, like in ten years' time, you're just not going to see any anything other than electric vehicles. Um, mm -hmm. Everything's going to be clean. Pollution's going to disappear from the skies. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be amazing. It doesn't mean it's going to be fantastic to live mm -hmm. in, you know, because I think there'll be some other qualities that are problematic. But um, yeah, some of the things we're worried about are going to be resolved. Huh. Well, and everything I was shut it. down shut down around the world with COVID at the beginning. Uh, the environment actually improved. <laughs> that yeah, was... that's right. You should see pictures in New Delhi before mm -hmm. and after. Because uh, yeah. uh, I've been there several times, and it's just like, you can't see it more than a hundred meters ahead because of the wow. They can the see. Can yeah. now. They can see the Himalayas and uh, yeah, right, yeah, that's true. Areas that we're never able to see it for. Decades, yeah. Hmm. So that will change, you know. Oh. I have another question, another different subject. There seems to be there's an abundance of conspiracy theories that <laughs> are, uh, you know, being widespread through the internet and uh, at at this period of time. Um, where does that fit into the astrological picture? Yeah, conspiracy theories of Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, uh -huh. which, which happens three times in 2020. So it's like, um, uh, but Jupiter-Pluto is also like the power of virus and viral power and viral mm -hmm. marketing. You know, so you, you send a message and it gets retweeted, uh, you know, and suddenly uh, 100,000 people have got that message. It's the same dynamic because Jupiter is growth and mm -hmm. Pluto is, um, is exponential you know, or it doubles. I mean, it's always like Pluto's connected, like with, for example, the atom bomb. You know, where you know one atom splits another, and then splits four, then eight, and sixteen. It's an exponential uh, thing. So Jupiter Pluto is is uh, the reason that like, 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 there's just so much viral, uh, both marketing and viruses right. around. But America itself has got a Mercury Pluto opposition. So Americans love a good conspiracy. <laughs> hmm. So how did so how did you get interested in astrology in the first place in your life? Well, I was in India actually when I was twenty-one. I, I um I um had a funny experience. Well, you know, I I hitchhiked to Greece with my girlfriend. Then I went on to India. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, she can send me a letter when I arrive in Kashmir. <laughs> I arrived on my birthday, 21st birthday, and she said she was pregnant. Uh -oh. um, and that the child was going to be an Aquarius, you know. So I thought, and, and actually something kind of got born in me at that point, And uh, that's when I got into astrology. I, I found an, an English astrology book uh, in New Delhi, and uh, uh, it kind of totally bewitched me. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I got into astrology at that point. Um, yeah. Did you study uh, Vedic astrology? I know. I didn't no. ever. Really, I know a little yes. bit about it, uh -huh. but um, I'm not. I'm no. I, it's, it's too complicated for me. Yeah, it is complicated. <laughs> um, interesting. So you I have like an Aquarian. You know, I respect and all that. So you have an Aquarian son or daughter. Aquarian son. He was born in Goa. Um, hmm. oh. uh, that's cool. Uh, and the, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's great. He he works on TV now. Oh really? Hmm. Uh, do you do personal readings as well? Yeah, I do personal readings. That's what keeps me um, in in touch. You know, with what's mm -hmm. going on. Uh, I, I love doing personal readings um, by Skype and face to face. Uh, that's my best. That's what I like most, I think. Right. And for people from all over the world or just Denmark? Yeah. Right now, right now it's, it's everybody from everywhere. Yeah, right. so, I, think, I think tomorrow, somebody from Portugal and uh, the day after, somebody from, and somebody from Guatemala. 
and uh, quite a few from America and England and uh, stuff. So it's really, really fantastic, really interesting. Um, people are just incredible. Is this because of COVID, do you think? People are looking for answers or insights? I don't think so, but I am doing more Skype consultations, mm -hmm. I think, because of COVID, you know. And, yeah. and, and I, I'm not doing so many face-to-face, -face, uh, uh, which I, I tend to do in Copenhagen, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, I prefer face-to-face, -face, but sometimes it goes really nice on Skype. But it's yeah. a little bit more challenging on Skype, you know, because <laughs> you don't get the, uh, uh, you know, the emotional right. signals, uh, which, you, you know, which are nice to receive. And you can't, you can't work uh, so much in depth, um, mm -hmm. I think, it's more like a little bit more predictive, um, you know, you know, people uh, a little bit more reserved about mm. the psychological issues, which I, I'm pretty fascinated by myself, you know. Mm. Mm. What, um, t well, let people know, how can people get in touch with you through your blog? Or Best to go to the website, yeah, which is uh, astrowow.com. Mm hmm Okay, astrowow.com. Yeah. Yes, I first heard about you through Cheryl Bartlett. Sorry. Uh, through my astrologer friend, Cheryl Bartlett, who says, oh, Trish, you got to read these articles by this man. So I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more question uh, related to Trump. If he loses the election, what does it look like astrologically for uh, the period after that? Is he going to be dealing with uh, legal issues? Is he going to prison? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't look good, you know. It doesn't look good, but I don't think he'll go to prison. The reason I don't think he'll go to prison is because he's he, he's a kind of lucky guy. He's a winner, uh -huh. um, yeah. you know. As he says, you know, you vote for me, and you you know you have so much winning that that uh, you know you get tired of it. Well, anyway, he he, he sort of <laughs> he knows how to win, so I don't think he's going to get um, um, put in prison or anything. Uh, I was to be surprised at least, but um, but what's happening really? He's got this eclipse, right? He's got the uh -huh. sun at twenty-two Gemini and the moon at twenty-one Sagittarius. So mm -hmm. uh, next year, uh, exactly, and even a little bit, you know, touching this year, um, Neptune goes transiting Neptune goes square his sun and moon, sun moon, right? That's big, you know, and mm. Neptune tends to dissolve stuff. It, it, it's like everything slips between your fingers, you know. Um, it's like Neptune is like when you try and build a castle, a sand castle, and the <laughs> sea comes in, uh, you know, and whatever you do, you cannot protect that castle uh -huh. from the sea, you know. So that's why I think his actual empire is going to dissolve uh, mm -hmm. because Sun is in the 10th house of Korea, it's Trump, you know, Trump Tower. Uh, the Sun Moon opposition is, is because it's on an eclipse. It's on the moon's node, the north node and the south node. And the moon's node are like a tunnel, you know, they're like mm -hmm. a, a shaft. Uh, and and so, you know, when he, he's in Trump Tower and he comes down on this golden elevator, <laughs> uh, again, this is this is really like the moon's nodes. And uh, mm. it goes down into the world of mortals and up into the world of the gods where he thinks uh -huh. he belongs. Right. And... Uh, and uh, as Neptune goes square, this, uh, which is totally going to dominate 2021, um, uh, you don't want him to win the election because that thing, he's just going to go to pieces on that one, you know. Hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, his government, if he was governing at that time, it would really get messy. Oh, um, worse, worse yeah. messy? <laughs> yeah, worse messy, absolutely. No controls. Uh, yeah, but, you know, no, I think he's going to lose, you know, so... Um, so I think that's going to be his kind of confusion because mm -hmm. Neptune square the sun is like, um, it, you know, the sun wants to believe it's great. All mm -hmm. our suns want, want to believe they're great. And Trump is not in any doubt. He's got his ascendant on Regulus, which is the king star, right. 29 Leo, and then the ascendant ruler of the sun in the 10th. So he, he, he sees himself as kind of God, you know, um, mm -hmm. The sun conjunct the north node. In, in the Indian Vedic astrology, the north node is Rahu. And Rahu is something that expands things out of all proportion. So the sun-Rahu conjunction in the 10th house is this thing where he's got this 
incredibly um, uh, megalomaniac, or what do you call it? Um, massive expanded. ego. <laughs> yeah, massive, massive um. ego. You know? uh, Neptune's going to puncture it. Uh, Neptune's hmm. going to, it's just it's like a balloon deflating. Uh, that, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Neptune's going to deflate the balloon. Uh, so I think that even things like Trump Tower or tr Trump golf courses and, and stuff like that, I think people are going to want to change the name and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, I, think, I don't think there's yeah. going to be any prestige associated with it. Yeah. So I think so, this is a loss of prestige that's going to take place. Yeah. Hmm. So if he loses, uh, does he go away or are we, we going to still hear about him every day? 24-7. <laughs> He's never going to go away, I don't yeah. think. But But... You know, he's going to be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. If he loses, what? he's going to be a loser. What could be worse, right? How will this eclipse in June of 2021, which I think is at 22, Gemini, how will that impact him? Well, I don't know, actually. Um, then there's uh, a lunar eclipse, I think, in Sagittarius on May 26. The only reason I know about this is because I was looking it up this morning. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I mean, since he's born on an eclipse. Yeah, right. That's a good, a very good point, actually. Yeah. Mm, it's a weak eclipse, though. Um, oh, is it? Well, you know, it's a, it's actually a, um, a f about five degrees Gemini, uh -huh. uh, Sagittarius, five Sag. You know, yeah, it's an eclipse. Uh, well, it's a sort of echo of his birth eclipse. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not exactly on his birth eclipse, though. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I do know this, that after the election in 2016, there was a solar eclipse that that traveled across the, the America from the right. east to the west coast, and that eclipse almost mirrored uh, Trump's horoscope. Actually, do you know, if you'd have seen that, if astrologers had studied that eclipse, they, they would have realized he'd have won. You know, and it was like his shadow crossed America huh. uh, in 2017. Yeah. Could uh, the virus be Trump's virus? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, no, I think the virus is 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 our friend. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Just, uh, sorry to say it like that, but it's the only way that America and the world is going to change. It's it's uh -huh. a way of making. A, um, this massive change that I talked about that's right. going to happen the 21st of December, you know, that's mm -hmm. when it starts. Um, the, it couldn't have happened without the virus. Wow. Okay. John, just do you have a, a question? Yeah, just it's real quick. Uh, since uh, in the fact that we're 45 minutes into this conversation and this name hasn't come up, may already tell us all we need to know, but <laughs> we haven't. Uh, what about Mike Pence? <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> You know, I, I've never looked at his horoscope. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, that sounds I, about right. I, I, so I can That's why it hasn't come up. I really should look at it. I mean, um, can you bring uh, yourself to do a double? Would you have his data? No, I don't. I've I, never looked at his. I, I only looked just at his a second. Chart, I'll, I'll have a quick look. Just a minute. I, uh, I just thought I, it. Just give me. 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm no yeah, I just thought it was interesting. We talked about three of the four. Right, <laughs> and, yeah. 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 That's funny. He's just uh, kind of quiet see. here in the background. Uh, I always remember this one uh, meeting that was, uh, you know, there was uh, photographers there and uh, cameras there, and uh, Trump did all the speaking, and uh, it he just never said anything at all. And it was so just, Pence, a, yeah, Pence never mm -hmm. said anything. There was only like four people in the room and he just was totally quiet. Well, um, Trump. It's funny because I'm just looking at his horoscope now and he's got, it's got, this, he's got his Mercury exactly on and sun. He's got, he's a Gemini with the sun almost the same place as Trump and sun Mercury uh, also on Trump's uh, sun. So, you know, they're, they're almost like twins actually. They're, they're, they're kind of definitely, uh, you know, of like mind. Um, uh, I don't know. Pence has got, you know, I don't know what to say. He's got a Venus-Mars conjunction in Leo, actually, uh, square Neptune. That, that's a kind of lover boy. Uh, oh, really? Uh, it's a difficult to imagine for a good Christian, isn't it? 
Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And yeah. he has to ask his wife for permission to, <laughs> if he goes to lunch or dinner with a woman. Uh -huh. right? That was one okay. of the things he said. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that that's probably because he'd done something naughty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Hmm. Really, I'm serious. It's difficult to have a Mars Venus conjunction square Neptune without being deceptive and loving. Hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Wow, Adrian, we're going to have to have you back <laughs> right before the election. I still have one. Oh, I, well, I just I don't want to see anybody. If, if Trump wins, do not contact me. Um, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Uh, I'll be drinking bleach. Yeah, really, <laughs> right. me too. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one other question. Uh, how do you account for this great split uh, in the concept of reality uh, between, you know, the, the people who are the Trump followers and, you know, who believe there's some people right in our neighborhood who, who believe know, know. he's the best president we've ever I had? No, I, I just don't. I honestly, I... I I rack my brains. I, I, I can see that, you know, first of all, I can see that people don't want immigrants pouring over the border. Yeah. You know, they want to be tough on China. Yeah. Uh, you know, and stuff like that. And so I think it's because he delivers, he, he tries to deliver what people want mm -hmm. and they don't care what kind of character it is. They think it's secondary. Uh, or, that he's a, or the a corruption. Nice. They don't seem to mind the corruption. They don't see it. <laughs> well, they, yeah, I think that once the people <laughs> settle into this kind of support for any candidate, you know, in their brains, uh, then, uh, I mean, Trump will say everything else is false, uh, fake news, right? Uh -huh. uh, and they, they, they must continue to believe, otherwise they're going to have an identity crisis. Uh, you know, I mean, people when they when they when they um, uh, have to abandon a cherished belief, it, it's 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 almost impossible to do. Um, mm. We can't do it either. You know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, what if what if you were wrong about Trump and he was great? You know, can you envision right. that? No, it's impossible. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, so we're gonna have a lot of mentally ill people. <laughs> well. Well, I don't know. He's he's managed to tune into what was wrong with America, yeah. you know, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, people uh, on the east and west coast they're they're doing great, right? And then in the Midwest they all you know have addiction problems and all stuff. Mm -hmm. He kind of tuned into discontent. That's where his, his genius is, and uh, he knows how to channel that, that that discontent. I think you know also with him. Um, with people coming in over the border, mm -hmm. no. But you you look at him. Uh, here's a, here's a lifelong Democrat takes over the Republican Party and pretty much destroys much of what the Republican Party used to be about. You know, regarding debts and uh, yes, I agree. Yeah, and all I mean, of the that. Republican Party is is screwed, right? Um, yeah, it's it's not the Republican Party anymore. It's the Trump Party. No, so in exactly, that sense, he's yeah, a genius. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how did he do that? Yeah, the trouble is, he's a genius who may, you know, who, 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 who's compromised. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think he, politically uh, or inter, what do you call it, um, internationally, mm -hmm. maybe with Russia and that. I think he's compromised. Right? Oh, he's got it. And, and and he's easily t manipulated because he's a narcissist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, people that's like even danger. even yeah. Kim and from North Korea and, uh -huh. and and the Chinese President Xi and and, and Putin. I think that they're easy, you know. And, and the Turkish uh, Erdogan, you know, they 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 can easily see through him and manipulate him. So it's it's not good for America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, if 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 Biden wins, Let's we'll talk. be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's time for the bleach. Yeah, really. <laughs> clean the system. <laughs> exactly, clean out the system. Yeah. Oh, it'll work. Well, thank you so much, thank Adrian. You. This was fascinating. And uh, once again, tell people where they can uh, contact you through your blog. Yeah, at my website. Um, uh, astrowow.com or they can maybe just google Adrian Duncan I don't know, not my word, astrologer that will work 
Right. Well, very good. Well, take care and enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you very thanks much. Thanks very much. Okay. And Same we'll send you the link. Thanks very much for the interview. It's been fun. It has right. been. It and we'll fun. send you the link when it goes up. Oh, lovely. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye now. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining the Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical. Yeah.